The time has come. Turn your speakers up. You are now listening to the Business of Your Mind podcast with Felipe Barganier. Brought to you by Gab International. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? This is Felipe Barganier with the Business of Your Mind podcast. What is going on? What is going on? I know y'all miss me. Don't cry. Y'all can stop crying. We're about to bring you all a phenomenal show. We got a lot going on in the world, and what we need right now is champions. We need people to step up, step out, and show out. And the brother that I am going to introduce here tonight is the king of showing out. I'm going to tell y'all, I had to play some of the crunkest music. Yeah, I'm from the South, so I said the word crunk. Uh, I had to play some of the crunkest mu- music that I had in my collection because this brother is just high energy every time I see him. And so I had to turn on all of my, <laughs> all my hustle music. All the music that it took for me to to stay focused during my entrepreneurial journey and to get to where I am today. And I just, this show is near and dear to my heart because everybody has a champion in them. Everybody has the ability to be a champion. But what stops us most of the time is what is inside of us. Your own personal will and desire to excel. A lot of times we have things and people that are holding us back. And most of the time it's us. It's a little voice in in, in, in us that's telling us, you know, we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. But I'm telling you, I don't care where you're from, what you look like, who your mama is, who your daddy them is, who your auntie is, who your uncle is, or who your baby brother is, or where you come from or what you've done in your life. Today is the day that you can change all of that. So, I'm about to introduce a, a, a dear friend of mine, Mr. Shea Brown. Shea Brown is a globally renowned giant in the sales world. He has cracked the once exclusive code of entrepreneur success with a game changing model that unlocks unlimited financial potential, power and wealth. In just six short years, he has dominated the sales space, coaching thousands of rising business leaders to achieve exponential growth and success in their industry to the tune of over 400 million and counting dollars. 400 million, y'all. I ain't say $400. I said $400 million in sales. His acclaimed seven-figure sales team concept has forever erased the outdated notion that generating revenue in business is a sole source game. Instead, illustrating it is indeed a team sport. Shay lives, breathes, and sleeps his craft. He has his fingers on the post of profit generation and an instinctual insight into why the heart of a flailing business has stopped. Most importantly, he can resuscitate the flow of revenue in any company with just a whiteboard and a conversation. Shay Brown is the creator of the Sales Team Guru, host of the number one business development and late night show in the country, the Happy Entrepreneur Show, and founder of Champion Nation, 
Welcome to the show, Mr. Shea Boogie Down Productions Brown, the man with more energy than my four-year-old, and I would never think that I could say that. And brother, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show, brother. Well, it's a great day, Felipe. It is an honor and a privilege, a treat and a treasure to be here on the business of your, did I hear my? You did something like that that was so cool. First, let me just acknowledge all of the viewers, all of you folks who tune in every single time to learn the business of your mind. I'm promising you're in for a treat and continue to show up because Felipe will change your life if you let him. And then for those folks that are out there like Felipe, I want to acknowledge you, Felipe, for having this platform at a time where a number of folks are operating from a place of scarcity and holding on to what they got. You're out there operating from a place of abundance and you're sharing the message with many folks like myself and other folks. So thank you for having me on the business of your mind. I'm excited. (laughs) Couldn't think of a better place to be than right now where we are right here. Man, I appreciate you, brother, man. Uh, I know we did an event. I I, I know we met a couple of years ago, but of course we meet people all everywhere. Uh, And we've been doing some things together here recently. And man, just I just want everybody to get to know who is Shay Brown? Mm-hmm. You know, when a question is asked, who is Shay Brown? I don't know, right? I'm still learning. Okay, granted, I have my AARP card down, okay? Right? I'm part of the Puff Daddy generation. So that's pretty cool. So I'm excited to still be here. I know that I am a son because Mother Dear is still here. And so Mother Dear is 74 years old and she's still teaching me principles to this day. I know that I am a, 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 a husband because I'm on my third marriage. And don't y'all judge me, okay? Don't judge me, okay? I got married. Again, I'm so excited. We're almost celebrating two years of marriage, and I'm super excited that I was able to marry my high school sweetheart. So I know I'm a husband. I'm trying to be the best husband on the planet. I know that I'm a dad. My two sons, well, they're not sons anymore. They're grown adults. And I want to be the best dad possible. And some of you are are just like me, just like me, where you want to be a kind human being. Um, but I'm also an entrepreneur. So I'm a person that believes that there's a problem on the planet. There are entrepreneurs out there that need to generate revenue in their business. In order to do that, we help give them a sales team. So we help entrepreneurs help the world. And I'm excited about being that. But I guess I'm not in a box, right? I'm a guy that makes mistakes. I'm a guy that's failed more than once. And I'm a guy that's just trying to do some good things in the world. And I believe that I'm here so that other folks can get access to the resources they have. So who is Shea Brown? I'm just like you. Paying my taxes and having a good time in life and happy to be here on the Felipe, the business (laughs) of your mind show. (laughs) I love that. Okay, man, I will cut you your check after the show. Uh, (laughs) Brother, man, um, it's phenomenal when you have people that are willing to give back and share their stories. Because so often people think that you arrived ready-made, you have not gone through anything, same thing with me. And the whole reason why I wanted to have this particular topic with you on this show was because so many people believe, whether it's because of their upbringing, mistakes they've made in the past, that it is beyond them to be a champion. I see behind you, you got two of the, the most phenomenal athletes ever to, yes. to grace the planet. You got on one side, Muhammad Ali, and the other side, you got the mama mentality, which is 
rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, you know, and so many people think don't understand that anybody can be a champion. There is nothing about anybody that is any better, but what is probably the difference is the mental fortitude and your resilience to overcome anything. So can you take us down a path of Shea Brown becoming a champion, but what was it like when you first started or what made you become an entrepreneur? You know, I wish I was like many other of my colleagues as entrepreneurs, they decided they were going to do this thing and it was always in their DNA. For me, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I mean, this was not something that I was like, one day I'm going to be an entrepreneur. One day I'm going to have my own business. No, no, no. I was just fine. Okay. I was fine going to Garfield Senior High School down in Virginia and failing, right? I mean, mm. I didn't know I was even going to college, okay? But I was fortunate because I failed in high school and to the point where they let me walk across the stage. Little known story, by the way. They let me walk across the stage and then I had to go to summer school just to finish two classes so I can go mm. back and get my diploma, right? So being an entrepreneur, I didn't know what I was going to do. Now, I know my mom and my dad had always said, you will go to college, you will go to college. But I'm thinking to myself, who's going to accept me? I'm just trying to get through High school, man, that was all I wanted. And then I, I took a step. And, and isn't that how life is? Many of you out there, you, you want to do something and, and people are encouraging you, but you don't know if you can do that. So I took a step for two reasons. Number one, I didn't have the grades. And number two, I didn't have the money. And so I went to a junior college, right? So I took this step to get into a, a, a junior college. At the time, it was the University of District of Columbia, which is in Washington, D.C. Shout out to all the firebirds out there. Another little known story. I think it's the first time I've ever mentioned that, Felipe, on any show at all. But I'm on the business of your mind. So this is like, we can just have any conversation we want. And so I went there thinking that I don't think I'm going to finish college. I went there mm. thinking that I really couldn't hang. I went there because... I had a choice. I had to kind of go to school. If I was going to stay with my dad and live someplace, I had to go to school. And thank God for parents. My father, Marshall Brown, is no longer here. He passed away May 1st, May 2nd of 2017. But one of the things he always said was that Brown never quits. Mm. A Brown never gives up. A Brown keeps going. And so I couldn't quit. So I went to, went to junior college. And here's where I'm going with the story. Sometimes you got to take a step before you get there. Okay. If you're taking notes, jot this down, you know, talk about the business of your mindset. Sometimes you need someone to believe in you before you can believe in yourself. Jot that down. Mm. You know, you need someone to believe in you before you can believe in yourself. Who's believing in you right now? More importantly, who are you believing in so you can help shift their mindset? Talk about developing the mindset of a champion. His mm. question was, Shane, Shane did, <laughs> how did you become an entrepreneur? Well, that's how I was there. And then after that, I decided to go to Morgan State University. So I transferred to Morgan State University. Shout out to all the HBCUs out there in the house, Morgan State. And it was at Morgan State University that I turned things around. Mm. I was able to make the honor roll. I was at a pledge of fraternity, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. I was able to be president of, of my class for SBA. I was able to do a number of different things. And I was cool with corporate jobs. I only worked two jobs my whole career. And this is how I became an entrepreneur. And why did I tell you that story? As you're listening, how does that relate to you? Why should you tune in? Why should you pay attention? Because maybe along this journey of where you're getting to, there's been some high highs and some low lows. There's been some peaks and valleys, some twists and some turns. And you don't know if you're going to get there. Like, I didn't know if I was going to get there. Mm. So I found myself in corporate America. I'm cool. Mm. I'm happy. Got a job. City bike. Come on, somebody. Blue suit. 
white shirt. That's what we had to wear back in the day, by the way. Every day, carried a briefcase with nothing in it. And I was happy. Management associate program, the only person in there. There was only six of us across the country. I was doing good. And then I decided I was going to go back to school. So I go to Morgan State, only worked for two companies my whole career. I worked for Citibank after undergraduate. Then I went to Johns Hopkins University, which is graduate school. So what the heck am I doing at Johns Hopkins? But I was in a management associate program, had people writing letters for me, got some, got some grades at Morgan. They let me in. I finished. And then after I took a job at MCI, come on, life was good. I finally made it. <clears throat> I was a director of revenue and reporting. I mean, it was the life. I'm there at the time when technology was taking off. Stocks was going up through the roof. We became WorldCom. I'm good. And then one day, and here's the point I want to make. Here's how I became an entrepreneur. And maybe life's done that to you, by the way. Have you ever been hit with the punch you never saw coming? Talk about Muhammad Ali over there. You hit with the punch you never saw coming. I got hit with this punch, right? I walk in the office and Felipe, here's what, here's what happened. I'm coming over you because this is how I became an entrepreneur. Walk in there and they say, Shay, we've got to let you go. It wasn't your great guy. It wasn't we appreciate you. It wasn't thank you for giving us nine years of service. We've got to let you go. You're going to have to give me your badge. Security will be here. They will escort you out. They'll allow you to go mm. back and put your stuff in the box, which is true, a true story. And I'm thinking, what? I came to work that day to work, not to get laid off. So then I'm laid right. off. I go home. I look around. A couple of my homies had their own business. I said to myself, you got your business. You got yours. I went down to Kinko's. I got some business cards made up. The next day, I hung my shingle out the door, and it just said, Coach Shay. I didn't know what to call myself. So I called myself Coach Shay. I figured I had a few letters behind my name. Figured mm -hmm. I had corporate America. Somebody's going to hire me to consult, and I'm coming to you now, Felipe. And guess what? Nobody hired me. Now, here's the point of the story. Here's where it helped me become a mindset of a champion. This is what I want you to hear. I don't want you to hear all the other stuff. I want you to hear this one message right now. In that moment, I come home. And if you ever started something, you were so excited. You were so passionate about it. This was it. This was your moment. This was your time. But after 90 days in business, no one hired me. I was mm. tired. I was struggling. In short, I was out of money. And hence, I learned the golden rule in business. The golden rule in business is never run out of money. But my wife at the time, second wife, decided she was leaving. How many of you know out there that finance will put a pressure on a relationship? How That's many true. out there have lost the love of your life? Love of my life leaves out. Then on top of that, my two sons, they decided they're going to come live with dad. That's not how the story's supposed to happen. Right. So now I'm living with they living with me. I'm there, broke, no money, no customers, struggling, two more miles to feed, not pay child support, feed the mouse. One day I'm working. I'm coming to you, I promise now. I'm working. I want to give you all the story. I want you all to know the behind the scenes. You're talking about the business of a mindset. So I want to be open. I want to be transparent. I want to let you know the person you see today is not the person that was back then. I'm sitting in my office. There's a knock at the door. My son say, Dad, Dad, come downstairs. They're still in the car. I run downstairs as fast as I can. I look out the window. And there's my Lexus truck, 470 white. Love that Lexus truck with some beige leather seats. I look at the guy. He's hosting up on a tow truck. I give him the nod. He gives me the nod. I look over at my sons and I tell them, don't worry. The car is just going to the garage. <laughs> I lied. And it was in that moment that I felt a failure as a father. I was already a failure as a husband because, gee whiz, I mean, second divorce, who wants me now with two kids? I was a failure as an entrepreneur because nobody's hiring me. I'd already filed the papers to file bankruptcy. 
My car is being repossessed. I had the never again moment. Jot that down in your notes. Jot that down in your notes. What was your never again moment? Where you told yourself never again would I find myself in this situation where I had to lie to my sons about what was going on. Never again would I click the button and call Comcast. I had Comcast back then. Call Comcast because the cable had been cut off. I hit the light switch. There was no lights there. How I became an entrepreneur was the hard way. What was your never again moment? Mm. Go ahead and write that down right now. Never again would someone say something to me that make me feel like I was less than what I was worth. Never again would I tell myself I'm not worthy. Never again would I tell myself I don't deserve to be an entrepreneur. Here's the message. Here's the point. And here's the mindset that it took for me. The mindset it took for me is that I had to keep on going no matter what because I could hear my dad's voice in the back of my mind. A brown never gives up. A brown keeps going. Mm. A brown never, ever gives out. That was my never again moment. So I told myself, never again would I find myself in a situation. And I'm going to turn over you, Felipe. I wish I could say everything changed overnight, but it didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But I did the best I could. My message to you is keep on going no matter what. My message to you, if you fail, get back up. My message to you in terms of a mindset is that you're not alone. If someone else has gone through a bankruptcy, if someone else has gone through a divorce, if someone else has lost it all in bank in their business. If someone else has worked with no customers so they can get there, you can too. So for all you folks out there like Valerie Daniel that's watching right now that says keep going, Philip Reynolds, Reynolds, all you out there, look right below the video and write these words, keep going and put hashtag no matter what. Just put keep going, hashtag no matter what. That's how you develop the, the mindset of a champion, Felipe. You keep going in spite of what's happening around you. Man, you just said a mouthful, man. I'm over here. I'm about to start crying. Just thinking about, man, you know, because, hey, so just so you know, I'm twice divorced, you know, and I will get married again. But I'm telling you, whoever you are, we ain't going through this again. You understand me? <laughs> we ain't, there will not be a number four, number five. There will be a number three. And she is a hey, we we riding this thing all the way out. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Amen, uh, amen. I believe you 100%. She's out there right now and she's watching and she's listening now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, man, one of the things that you, one of the reasons why I started this podcast, people have kept asking me to start a podcast for for years, blog. And, and if I don't feel it, I don't do it. That's just my motto. If I don't feel it, I don't do it. And this pandemic, was the perfect time because my my two my 2020 was 2018. Mm -hmm. I went through a divorce, lost my mom and 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 our listeners know and I lost 80% of my income within like six months. I lost my mom and the income within three days of each other, you know, mm -hmm. while going through the divorce. So you opening up yourself and letting people understand because there are so many people we have a record unemployment at the, at the time right now. And there are so many people that are in your shoes from when you were at MCI that can benefit from everything that you were saying. So how did you, what clicked in you that made you go, you know what? Yeah, I don't have, it's been 90 days. Nobody's doing anything. I am not going to stop. And I, and I know we talked about your dad and a brown never quits, but can you can you dig a little bit deeper and let us and, and let, let our audience know what 
what did it take inside of you? What what did Shay have to do to now you are now divorced, <laughs> a single dad, and have a business that, and I'm always telling people this, the reason why most businesses fail is not because they're bad ideas, it's because people quit. So I hate that old 90% of business fail. Yeah, 90% of business fail because 90% of people quit. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, there are people that have multi-million dollar businesses that are that are that are scooping dog poop. So if <laughs> so if if that's not a, a, a crazy a bad idea, I don't know what it is, but most ideas. If you stick to them, there's somebody else thinking the same thing. Sure. So with that, what what did it take? And I know that probably wasn't the only time because you've been you've been self-employed for how long, Shay? Seven years, right? I mean, how long did you say? I didn't hear you. How long have you been self-employed? Uh, I've been self as of the recording right now, it's been 15 years since uh, May 2nd, 2004. 15 years. So you got 15 years. Now, listen to what we got on this show. We got Shay, who's been self-employed 15 years. I've been self-employed for 20. And I when I, when I tell you that journey, the old thing about this lonely at the top, it is true because of the, the majority of your friends. I don't, well, I don't know about you, Shay, but, but, but the, the uh, majority of my friends still work. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's very difficult for me to have certain conversations with them because they don't understand my struggle. Sure. If that makes sense. So, yes. but... When I left corporate America in 2001 and decided to come on this journey of entrepreneurship, I knew I wasn't going back. And, and I always tell people now, I would be your worst employee. You try to hire me now after 20 years of freedom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I will go out here in the middle of a desert and create a I don't know, a sand company. I, I, I'll sell sand to you when there's plenty of sand around you. I am not going back. So I say all that to say, what did it take for you? What changed within Shay? What type of metamorphosis did you have to go through on this journey? 15 years in business, brother. That's a long time, and I commend you for that. Thank you so much. Let me go ahead and frame the conversation for you um, that helped me along these 15 years. A lot of the changes probably changed more in the last year than the last 15, right? <laughs> We're always changing. COVID for entrepreneurs is nothing. COVID is nothing new in terms of change for entrepreneurs. We're always changing. We're always evolving. COVID was right. new because it stopped the world from happening, obviously. And, there's, and it's a very serious conversation. People have, have yeah. passed away from that. I've got family members that have passed away. I've got people that work right. for me who passed away. So it's very serious. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, for an entrepreneur, we're always changing. Right. We're always evolving. Things really don't stay the same. They don't. But his question, and let me make sure I answer, was, Shay, what, what helped sustain you? What helped put that in your mindset? So there I was, 2004. And I'm trying to figure out this whole business thing. And I've got my first gig speaking back at the University of District Columbia to go talk to the Honors Society, mm. right, in the business school. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I was able to get connected. I got, quote, unquote, hooked up. And I have an opportunity. Low pay, low pay, nothing, maybe a ham sandwich. But I was, I was like so excited. But I didn't know what to do. I'd been struggling. And so my brother says, you got to call this guy. His name is Dr. Willie Jolly. At the time, it was just Willie Jolly. 
And I said, well, I can't call Willie Jolly when he answers the phone. No, call him. So I called Dr. Willie Jolly. Some of you should Google Dr. Willie Jolly, one of the top five motivational speakers in the world. Fantastic guy. But he wrote this book, A Setback is a Setup for a Comeback, by the way. And so I call him. It's got to be about 12, 15, almost 1230 at night. I'm thinking I'm going to get the voicemail. He answers the phone. It's a great day, Willie Jolly. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. It's a great day, Willie Jolly. I said, hey, man, I want to give you a call. My, my brother told me to call you. I got to speak tomorrow. I don't read all these books, and I wrote all this stuff. I'm in Toastmasters, but I don't know what Willie would say. I said, I'm surprised you even answered. Well, the reason I answered is that if you want to soar with the eagles, you got to howl with the owls. So I'm always Ooh. up working. And I said, oh, my God, Dr. Jolly, that's pretty important. All right, all right. So can you give me some advice? Here's advice he gave me, and I'm going to pass it to you. Now, I'm going to give you the remix version in a moment. I told you I'm part of the Puff Daddy generation, okay? I got mm-hmm. my AARP card, so I got remix versions for everything out there. But he said, Shay, when you go to the University of District of Columbia, you tell them that Dr. Willie Jolly told you, in order to be successful, they need just one word. Now, this is 15 years ago. One word he gave me. And I held on to that one word many a day, many a night, and even to this day. He said, you tell them the word from Dr. Willie Jolly is you got to hustle. You got to hustle every moment of every minute of every day to get what you want. You got to hustle now to get the grades. You got to hustle now when you study. You got to hustle for the interview. You got to hustle when you get on the job. You got to hustle. You've got to hustle. You got to work every single day as if you're a rookie on the team. And you're just trying to stay on the team. And I said, whoa. He said, and that's what you've got to do, Shay Brown. You've got to hustle. And so I want you to keep one word top of mind to you. When you have your darkest nights is that you keep hustling. Now, he forgot to tell me I got to hustle and make sure I got a system in place. He forgot to kind of tell me I got to hustle and make sure that I have the right guidance. But he said, you've got to hustle. And so if you said, Shay, what does it take? To make it 15 years, I would give you my philosophy because every company should have a philosophy. Every individual should have a philosophy to guide them. Now, I got you got a hustle from Willie Jolly, but I'm going to give you the remix version on it. Number one, jot this down in your notes. If you're taking notes, I'm so glad you're out there. What's up, Regina? She's out there watching. Always a pleasure. She's up in New York, New York, by the way. So nice. I know they named it twice. She's out there. So many of you out there that are watching. But here's the point I want to make to you. Jot this down in your notes. Systems beat goals every single time. Put that in your notes. That's the remix version of hustle. Yeah, you got to work hard, but you can work hard. But if you implement systems, systems, put this in your notes, beat goals every single time. Shay, why is that? Why are you screaming and yelling that systems beat goals every single time? Because systems are duplicatable. Systems are repeatable. And systems are something you can hand off to someone else to do the work. So, okay, so I need systems in my business. So if you're out there right now and, and he asked the question, Shay, what kept the mindset to go? Well, I had a system and I started telling myself this all the time. I added on the Willie Jollies. I said, you know, there's three things I've got to do every day, every day, three things. I've, I've got to be humble. And I always tell myself I would be humble. Now, I grew up in the Pentecostal church. Okay, my mom was a bishop in the 70s when it wasn't popular being a bishop. If anybody know about church, you don't have to know about church, but just know. It wasn't popular. It ain't probably ain't popular now, to be honest with you. But it was, really wasn't popular in the 70s. And so I grew up in a time where it was only 32 members in the church, 25 of us of us kids. I was one of the kids, by the way. And so we always had to do everything in the church. I played the bass guitar. Some of y'all may not know about me. Yeah, I played the bass guitar, baby. I could throw down. I could play the drums. And so I had always had to do little things. So I learned how to hustle from Mother Dear, watching her work hard 
with a, a church full of empty chairs is that people were there. And so the point that I make with you is systems beat goals every single time. So I said, you got to be humble. Put that in your notes. Number one, be humble. Now you got a system because system beats goals every single time. You're never at the goal. You always have a system. Be humble. That's number one. And when I say be humble, doesn't mean you got to be like, well, I'm just broke. Oh, I don't know. I no, no, no. What it means is that the more you have, the more you give, the more generous you'll be with your time, the more generous you'll be with your money. And you'll always be humble because you understand you're helping someone else along this journey. And you're only here for a moment. So be humble in whatever you do. Be very, very humble. Didn't say you had to be stepped on. I said be humble. That's a topic for another time. Number two, number two, which is very, very, very true. You got to be hungry. You've got to be hungry. See, systems beat goals every single time. You've got to be hungry. You got to be hungry in your learning, hungry in learning new technology, hungry in doing things differently. You've got to be hungry. So everyone write down, be humble. Got it, Shay. Be hungry, got it. And then you've got to hustle. Now, hustle doesn't mean what it meant back then. It don't mean you got to work 24 hours a day. It doesn't mean you got to burn yourself out. What it means is you do the best you can with what you have. I learned that from Dr. I learned that from Thurgood Marshall, the late Supreme Court justice. He said the way he got to where he was, the way he rose from ashes to where he was, being a Supreme Court justice was I did the best I could with what I have. And so maybe you don't have the skills of technology, but you've got the skills of relationships. You do the best you can in your business to bring relationships to help you get the technology. You bring people together. You do the best you can with what you have. So thanks to Dr. Willie Jolly, hustle was the anchor that allowed me to sustain myself over 15 years. And I always say, you will not outwork our company. We believe in the giver's economy. We will outgive our competition. Mm. And we will outserve our competition. I'm here now just serving. Serve and add value. So that became a philosophy around the hustle. Then we was able to add on there, staying hungry, continue to learn, continue to get better. If I was to ask Filet Pay right now, when do you stop learning? Or I was to ask you, when do you stop learning? The obvious answer is you never, ever stop learning. So you got to be hungry, hungry. And then the third thing is be humble. Be very, very humble. Now, Shay, can you break down that? Systems beat goals every single time. They gave me a little more time. I don't get as much time. This is so cool. But systems <laughs> beat goals every single time. Can you give me an example? Because I'm out here and I'm watching right now and I'm thinking, Shay, I need an example. No worries. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for showing up. The fact that you showed up, the fact you're listening, the fact you tuned in right now, it says so much about you. It says you're already a champion. Only champions show up. It says you're already a winner. Only winners show up. But more importantly, it says you have the potential inside of you to perform at a much higher level than whatever level you're performing at right now. So systems beat goals every single time. Let me tell you what I mean by that. I've had the honor and the privilege of running five marathons. A marathon is 26.2 miles. And he asked the question, Shay, how are you able to sustain this over 15 years? Well, taking care of your health and wellness. Now, my wellness is my mindset. That's why I love this whole thing. The business of your mind. I think I got that right. I think I got that right. And, and, and so five marathons, a marathon of 26.2 miles. So it's a long time to go. And you don't really wake up just to run a marathon 26.2 miles, right? You don't do that. But let me tell you how I ran my first marathon. And the point I'm going to make to you in terms, you got to be humble. You got to be hungry. You got to hustle. And the systems, that's the frame, systems be goals every single time. I decided to run a marathon, my wife and I at the time, is because Oprah Winfrey ran a marathon. I'm reading this freaking article. I said, oh, baby, Oprah ran a marathon. Let's run a marathon. We can do this. You're like, no, we can't. Yes, we can. 
Oprah? Come on, Oprah. Now, I was a young whippersnapper back then, okay? I just thought I could do anything and everything. And so I get out there. We signed up Marine Corps Marathon, Washington, D.C. I'm super excited. And when you get to a marathon, it's this party, 26,000 plus people. And I got out there and I got to run. And as I was running, doing the best I could, all of a sudden I started going a little slower and a little slower. Maybe that's how you are in life. You get excited. You want to do something. There's no system. And systems be goals every single time. And then I hit something called the wall. Now, if you don't know what the wall is, that's mile 18. And the wall is something that you hit that you feel like you can't go any further. Maybe right now you've hit a wall in your relationships. You got to do something about that. Maybe you hit a wall and it's time to stop in your finances. Maybe you hit a wall with that, mm, that bust, that, that J-O-B you got. You hit the wall. You're like, I got to get out of this joker. I hit the wall. When I hit the wall, I did what many of you've done. You know, you had plans to work out at the gym. It didn't work out the way you wanted to. I know. You're going to lose the 15, 20 pounds right now. But now they talk about Corona 20. What is going on with that? But you hit the wall. You're going to write the book. I know. You hit the wall. Over the last nine months or whatever time you watch this, you ain't done the book. It's okay. I hit the wall and I stopped. And many of you may have stopped. And I sat there for a while and I watched other people run by. And maybe you watch other people have businesses. You watch other coaches go by. You watch your friends write a book. And I'm looking at people saying, I know I'm faster than that person. Look how old that person is. Oh my God, they're still going. And so I got back in the race, Felipe. And what I did, Felipe, and this is the business of your mind. I told myself, put one foot in front of the other foot in front of the other foot. So I start putting one foot in front of the other foot in front of the other foot. And then that's what you got to do in life. You got to get going. Start doing videos. One foot in front of the other foot in front of the other. Start that podcast. One foot in front of the other foot. Do that presentation. One foot in front of the other foot in front of the other foot. Start that business. One foot in front of the other foot in front of the other foot. You've got to take action. I finished the marathon. I'm not proud of the time. Five hours and 25 minutes. What? But I crossed that finish line. Now, here's the point of the story. Here's what has sustained me over the last 15 years. Now, I gave you the principles because I believe in philosophies and I'm coming to you, Felipe. Systems be goals every single time. You got that, right? I didn't have a system, right? And I said, you got to be what? Humble. Got it. You got to be what? Hungry. Some of y'all wrote that down. And I said, you got to hustle every moment of every minute of every day. Thank you, Dr. Willie Jolly. A setback is a setup for a comeback. That's my man. If he's out there watching, shout out to Dr. Willie Jolly. So next time around, Felipe, I decided I'm quitting. I'm done. Never running another marathon in my life. But how many of you told yourself you ain't starting another business? You ain't getting married again. You're not getting another relationship. You're not buying another house. And you do it anyway. I got back in. This time I did something different. Here's, here's the point. Here's the moral of the story. I decided this time I was going to join a running group. I was going to hire a coach. I didn't know then what it was about, but it was really about being hungry enough to learn and be willing Willing, hard enough to be willing to try something different. I joined this running group and I'm there and these are a bunch of younger whippersnappers and I was at the time. And I'm a nine and a half minute mile runner. So I'm in the nine, nine and a half minute group. And there's this person, couldn't be no more than 22, maybe even still in college. Like, how many of y'all have run a marathon before? I raised my hand. How many of y'all afraid? And I said, me, me. Everybody's looking at me, me. I'm jumping up and down. I said, man, I hit wild mile 18 last time and I stopped. I can't go past my Latina, I don't think. I, my body's not meant for that. And she says, we got something for you. And this is the formula she gave me. This is the formula. Listen, listen. Look, look, tune in, tune in, tune in. You out there watching. Tune in with me. Follow me, follow me, follow me. We're there, we're there, we're following me. They said, we've got it for you. Shay, we're going to run 
seven minutes and then walk one minute. Run seven minutes and then walk one minute. That's our pattern. We're going to still do nine and a half minute miles. So that's crazy. And then we get to mile 17. We're going to all have an affirmation. All of us. And there was about 30 summoners in the group. We're going to all say together, I'm trained, I'm strong, and I'm ready. Now, I didn't get that on day one. I didn't know this is crazy. I ain't saying that out loud. I got to save my energy. But as we train, and we start doing a little bit of miles at a time. Some of you got to build your website. Some of you got to understand who your customer is. Some of you got to get your mindset right. Some of you got to change your belief systems. Some of you got to take a little steps and expand your comfort zones. Some of you got to do something different, but you got to take action. Here's what took place, Flippy. In that moment, we started training. And the day we hit mile 17, the following week, we were going to do 20 miles. And that's a, a big deal. I'm thinking 20 miles. Oh, my God. We got to mile 17. And they started chanting, I'm trained, I'm strong, I'm ready. I said, oh my God, they're crazy. I'm trained. Shay, you going to say it? I'm focused, I'm focused, I'm strong, I'm ready. And then I started joining in with them. And you, as you listen to me right now, you think about what you got to do in your life. You think about that business you want to get started, that customer you want to go after, that administrative assistant you need to hire, the technology team that you need. You need to have a support staff, a project manager. You need a good partners to work with you. You got to start some new collaborations. Tell yourself right now, I'm trained. Tell it with me. I'm strong. One more time. I'm ready. Say it. I'm trained. I'm strong and I'm ready. And when I got into that race and we passed mile 18, we did 20 miles. When I got to the race and I started saying that to myself, let me know. I finished in a little over four hours and 32 minutes. And it's because of that one belief. And I've used that in business. When I get tired, I tell myself, no, I'm trained. I I've worked as hard as I can. I I'm strong. I'm, I'm feeding my body. I'm drinking. I got my water over here. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking my water. I'm taking my vitamins. I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. I'm ready for this moment. I'm ready for it. And when Felipe said, Shay, are you ready? I said, I'm ready for this moment because I'm trained. I'm strong and I'm ready. Why? Because I got a system. And systems be goals every single time. Why? Because I'm hungry. You're not going to be hungry to me. Why? Because I'm humble. And more importantly, we're going to hustle. Yeah, we're going to work hard. You want our workers. With that being said, believe me, that's what sustained me. I know it's a long-winded story, but I, I wanted to share a little bit of the backstory so folks understand. I didn't wake up one day and just watch a YouTube video and, and get the Holy Ghost, as we say in my church, and get excited and say, yes, this is it. No, 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 no. This doesn't work. So, Felipe, that's what I would say to the audience. I'm trained. I'm strong and I'm ready. And tell yourself right now, systems be goals every single time. If you're not hitting your goals because goals are always in the future, it's typically because you don't have a system in place to save the money. You don't have a system in place to hire people. You don't have a system in place to bring in new clients. You don't have a system in place in order for you to upgrade your technology. Systems be goals every single time. Right before we got started on this call, there was a few things we had to work in in the backside. Why? Because Felipe has a team. Why? Because they understand there's a system that had to be in place for you to hear us and us to hear you. And we had to make the adjustments. And then how life is sometimes. You got to make adjustments. Now is your time. This is your moment. Repeat after me. And I'm coming to you, Felipe. Repeat after me if you're out there. Say, now is my time. Take your two thumbs like this. I can't see you. You might look weird right now, but take your two thumbs. Give me two thumbs up. Give me two thumbs up and point to yourself and say, now is my time. Now is my time. Now. Now, this is your time. This is your moment because this is the business of your mind. And this is all about being in the mind. But I want you just to start with the mindset, okay? And mindset is good. And I'm glad he said mind because there's the psychology of your mindset. 
See, the belief of your mindset is that you believe right now you can have a business. That's why you're here. But the psychology is you take the actions. The psychology is the actions you're taking every single day. So I don't ask you, well, what is your mindset? I say, what is your what is your mindset psychology? What is the psychology of your mindset? What actions are you taking on a daily basis? John Maxwell got one thing right. And I don't believe everything he says, but he got one thing right. He says success is a daily thing. So daily, you have to take the right actions. Over to you, Felipe. Absolutely, man. Uh I think we just, I think Shay just took us on a Baptist church journey. I think we're going to have to raise the offering for the brother. Uh, yeah, so we're going we gonna, to uh, pass around the cash out plate. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag at, at sign Shay Brown. I'm just kidding. I do have no idea. Do not send this man no money at that because I have no idea if he even has cash out. That was a joke. That was a joke. But man, the whole purpose of the business of your mind is spot on what you just talked about. And what people don't understand is that in order for you to have a successful business, your mind has to be right. Sure. And different things motivate different people. I remember when I left my job in corporate America, I uh, worked for a, uh, a brokerage firm out in Marietta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I was 24. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was 24 years old. No, I was 23. And they told me that I would never succeed. And when I, I was, I was too young. I believe they wanted to say, and you're a young black man in an industry dominated by Caucasian males. And that they would have my job waiting for me when I, when I failed. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been a champion since birth. Mm-hmm. You tell me something like that. That's like telling Tom Brady, oh, you would never go back to the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> you done told the wrong mother. <laughs> you, you, done, you done told the wrong one that because when you are, when you're talking to somebody that believes in themselves and then you add that other piece on it, you just told me I can't do something. You tell them I can't do something. You tell them I can't run through a brick wall. I'm going to find out how to run through it if it makes sense. Now, I'm not just going to do it because you, I'm not, I'm not doing dares and challenges. But if there's a million dollars that I'm supposed to have, you telling me the only way I'm going to be able to get it is go through that wall. Oh, I'm going to figure out how to get through that wall. And yeah. what so many people fail to realize is that you have to understand and learn you. Master your subconscious mind, master those thoughts that are in your mind that may be from childhood, may, f- may be from a spouse. You've been married tw- twice, twice, say, I've been married, no, you, you, you're your third marriage, but you've been divorced twice. And I remember in one of my marriages, like, it wasn't the most supportive marriage. You know, it was a marriage when, when, I, when I first started my business, and you can probably attest to this, one of the hardest things about being in a relationship with a with a high functioning entrepreneur is the fact that we do not stop. I don't see a ceiling. I am going to go as high as I can go, as fast as I can go. There is no such thing as I have enough. It does not exist because the world, because I'm here to serve a much greater purpose than myself. 
And once I once I make my mind up to do something, I get tonal vision. And that tonal vision will take me to a, a space where I can't even tell you what's going on around me because I am that focused. And if the person that is with me is not as focused as, as I am, or at least riding my coattails or something, by the time I get to that destination, which is my Super Bowl, that person is light years behind me. And a lot of people don't understand. You talked about mental evolution. You got to be purposeful about who you surround yourself with. Champions surround themselves with champions. I also believe that is the same with spouses. So, as now, say on this show, we talk about everything. Sure. And I, I don't know what now if <laughs> these people know about my marriages. <laughs> they know about everything. So, what I want to help somebody out tonight do is if you are in a, maybe you are that spouse that has a significant other with the vision and you don't know how to support them. Maybe you have, maybe, or maybe you're that spouse that is out here running, 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 running. And you feel like your spouse ain't, because I've, I've been there. I don't know if you've been there before, Shay, but I've been there. I've been in a, in a, in a relationship where the other person was there, but they went there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So with that, do you have in, in, in your past, is there anything that you can share with the audience where where they may have friends or people? Because I, I remember one episode, somebody mentioned that they, uh, they, 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 they have inboxed me and said that they don't have the support of their family. And I said, F your family. Your family, if you, if, first of all, your family cannot make you rich unless you got a million people in your family and they all going to support you. Problem number one to heck with your family. I have zero clients that are family. Zero. Mm -hmm. And I've been nationally recognized for everything that I do. So with that, can you share from your experience, how did you overcome that aspect of it? Or, or were you just blessed to have the perfect friends, the perfect family, everybody was supporting Shay? <laughs> Or did you have to overcome anything like that where you maybe had people in your in, in your circle that had to go? Yeah. Yeah. The answer to the question is I, I remember when I was first starting my business and I was told that no one would hire me and no one would work with me mm. um, because I didn't have any business experience. Mm. And they were actually correct. No one hired me. No one wanted to work with me because I didn't have any business experience. Mm. And they were right, right? There was a time when um, that was 15 years ago. And they were right. There were some things that I needed to do in order to earn certain clients. So the question wasn't what they were saying is correct. The question wasn't what I believe what they were saying. The question that I always posed myself because powerful people as powerful questions mm. was what needs to happen in order for me to earn the trust for folks to want me to work with them. And I believe in that old saying that if someone else has done it, so can I. 
And, and so that's going to happen. Now, that was 15 years ago. Let me fast forward if I can. Just a little less than 18 months ago, we had this idea, this concept that kind of fell in our lap that we were going to take this 11 o'clock training session that I did with my team for five years. And I was going to let people watch me train them on sales. Because one of the things we do is we help entrepreneurs generate revenue using the sales team. So obviously I have a sales team and every night, 11 o'clock for five years, we've had a conference call training session. Well, video came out. It became popular. And all of a sudden now this thing called Facebook, which by the time you watch this, I don't know if they're going to be around or not. Okay. But at the time, this thing called Facebook was around and they started doing something called Facebook lives. And I said, wow, this is a great idea. We'll let people watch. They'll watch. They'll, they'll watch me train. You guys do sales and, and, and you guys will be there and I'll be here. And no one watched. No one cared. Then I said, well, we'll change the name of the shit. We'll call it sales and marketing lab. No one watched. No one cared. But I still did it because my team was out there. So I was like, well, y'all out there. It's the only thing that really matters. And it, it didn't work. But people were saying, shit, 11 o'clock at night. That's not how things get done. 11 o'clock at night, there, there isn't a precedent for a sales training, a business show at 11 o'clock at night. I didn't know things was going to be a freaking show. It just, there was no precedence for it. So I, one day I'm there training. This is not how life is sometimes. If you're out there, people have told you that things couldn't be done. And they were probably absolutely correct. If you decided to give up at that moment, it wasn't going to be done. But maybe there was a burning desire inside you that you said, if someone else has done it, so can I. Put that down in your notes. If someone else has done it, so can I. Or I will change the question and say, what needs to happen in order for me to accomplish this goal? Now, I didn't know this then. I didn't know this 18 months ago. And so by default, I called someone up, a friend, and I said, I'd like you to uh, you know, get online with me because I'm going to ask you questions about what it takes to market a business so my team can hear. And other people are going to be watching. I said, okay, Shay. And Felipe, I never had the goal of having a show. That wasn't what one of my goals was. But at the time, we did it and people were watching. So I did it another night and I did it another night. And then I went to my colleagues, my friends, some of them are still my friends. And I said, I think we're going to just call it the Happy Entrepreneur Show. We'll just do a show at 11 o'clock at night. Hmm. Okay. Hmm means what? <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't do it. Okay. 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 Cool. Yeah. 11 o'clock at night. No one's watching. It's going to be a waste of time. Uh, it's not a good time to do it. There's certain times and days you're supposed to do it. I said, so, okay. Okay. But I was having fun. And then I talked to a couple other folks and they said, if you do, don't do it every night. Do it maybe once a month or twice a month. That's how these things work. And I said to myself, no, I want to do it Monday through Thursday. I'm already doing it with my team. Why not? have a conversation with folks every night and let everybody else eavesdrop. And then my good friend told me, you, you haven't been trained. What do you know about that? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but you know, that's not what you do. You're, you're outside your league. You should, you should do something else or go get a coach and work on it. But here's what I want to tell you. And this is how to develop a champion mindset. So you're already a champion. So you don't have to develop anything. You have to look with inside yourself. And you have to tell yourself, if someone else has done it, so can I. It has to be a burning desire inside yourself. I had this desire to serve other folks. I had this desire to learn and let my team learn and let other people watch. Shay, you're going to burn out. Don't do it. Shay, nobody's going to show up. Don't do it. Shay, record and then try to broadcast live. Don't do it live because it's going to be a disaster. So, yeah, 
And Felipe mentioned family, but by then I figured family, you know, this is what they do. My family don't know what I do today. They buy the guy, he's just some guy, he does something online. I, I don't know. He sends emails every day. We get a text message from him all the time. They probably have no idea. Okay. I love my family, love my family, love my family. Right. Probably have no idea. But when it's your colleagues in your inner circle and the people you go to and say, what should I do? And you talk to some of your mentors who you respect and they tell you, don't do it. Let me tell you what it takes to be a champion. It takes heart. It takes a belief in yourself. It takes some time doing something that you believe in. And I've done things that I believed in and they absolutely failed. And you know what? They were absolutely right. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't try to do something again. And so we tried. And as a result, we now have a show. And, 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 and why do I share that message to you? What can you take away from that in your own life? What have not only a family member told you it couldn't be done, what has a colleague or someone else told you couldn't be done, but most importantly, what have you told yourself that you couldn't do? The reason I was hesitant for the show that I didn't share in that story was that with one of my colleagues at the time, they used to always handle technology and I didn't do technology. I would say technology is not my thing. Have you ever told yourself technology is not my thing? Speaking is not my thing. Writing copy is not my thing. Calling customers and doing sales is not my thing. And it wasn't my thing. So it's not my thing. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. And then one day, I needed his help on something. And he was too busy to help me legitimately. And I was so mad that I said, I'm going to try to do this thing. And I went to the one place, the only place I know to go to, YouTube video. And it took me about three or four hours to figure out what I had to figure out. But here's the news. I did it. So what I would tell yourself right now is never tell yourself, that's not my thing. I want you to change your belief. Now, we're going to expand your comfort zone right now. And once your comfort zone is expanded, it can never go back. And so we're going to change the language patterns. Now, one thing that I believe, you can jot this down in your notes, is that your words will make you rich. Put that in your notes. Your words will make you rich. Put that in your notes. What you say, when you say it, and how you say it. Not only to other folks, but more importantly to you, because the biggest sale you got to make every day is to you. But Shay, I'm not in sales. That's not me. Okay, okay, okay. So let's think about this for a moment. Everyone's in sales. Preachers sell faith every single week. Teachers are selling education every single day. Parents, and I'm a parent, we're selling values all the time. Brush your teeth. Do it this way. Do it that way. So every day you're selling your ideas, you're selling your beliefs, and you're selling your thoughts and concepts. So right now, I want you to tell yourself, tell and say yourself, that's not my thing. Put these words down. And I want you to say this, and this is something that's helped me over and over. And I'm only saying what's helped me. This is not for everybody. Okay? Some of you are saying, this is not true. I've heard this before. Hmm. That's not new stuff, Shay Brown. But I'm going to ask you what you've heard before. And it's not a conversation around what you know. It's a conversation around what are you doing every moment of every minute of every day to expand your comfort zone and do things that are uncomfortable in the face of other people telling you it's not. And here's what I tell myself. And here's what I share with my clients. I can share those stories. But here's what I share with my clients. And here's what I'm going to tell yourself. Each day, I'm getting better and better at technology. Each day, I'm getting better and better at asking questions as a host. Each day, I'm getting better and better at learning how to write copy in my business. 
Each day I'm getting better and better and having a sales funnel or whatever it is you need in your business. Each day I'm getting better and better and better and better. Now, why do I tell you that? Because you are getting better, that you can do this, that you've got potential inside of you. You've got greatness inside you. And, and I don't want you to get pumped up, but I want you to say, yeah, each day I'm getting better and better drinking 64 ounces of water. That's my goal. I use water logged, right? Each day I get better and better at cooking. So you tell that, and that's the question, the way I would answer Felipe is that one of the things I do is, yeah, people say, no, don't do this. You're doing too much. You need to slow down. And yeah, there will come a day where I'll slow down. But today is not that day. We wouldn't know who Arsenio Hall was if he didn't have a late night show at 11 o'clock at night. He would have just been Arsenio Hall. So I'm going to suggest to you, you tell yourself right now and put this in your notes. Hope you're all taking notes because superstars are always writing down great ideas because none of us have a perfect memory. But put this in your notes right now. Each day I'm getting better and better at blank. Each day I'm getting better and better at blank. And if you do that, I promise you, you will expand your comfort zone. And once it's expanded, it never goes back. And you'll get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. This is your time. This is your moment. And at the same time, you're in the system. I'm giving you a systematic way to program yourself because systems be goals every single time. Yeah, that's what I do. And that's what sustained me over the last 15 years. And even during this time of, of COVID, a time that we're in right now, there's going to be some big losers right now. And I'm not saying because of virus. I'm not saying because of that, but there's a health pandemic going on. That's tough. There's a social justice pandemic going on. That's tough. And oh, by the way, there's a financial pandemic going on. That's tough. There's going to be some big losers. But I also believe that, that God, now you don't have to believe in God. I happen to be a faith man. So don't let me impose my faith on you. But I believe God's given us this time more than ever to slow everything down, to correct what we need to correct for ourselves. And he's given us more time to correct who we are than ever before. So there's going to be some big, big winners, not because they didn't catch something, not because something happened to them, but because they had the mindset to tell themselves that each day I'm going to get better and better at something. They've got the time to do it because they understand, jot this in your notes, that it's not about time management. It's about time choices. So they're making the right choices with the time they have, the 1,440 minutes in every day. And as a result of doing that, they're getting better at something today than they were yesterday. And that's the mindset of a champion. A champion is always coming back from something. A champion is always going to fall. But a champion not only gets back up, but the champion's mindset is always what needs to happen in order for me to accomplish the goal that I want. How to develop a champion mindset, how to have the business mindset of a successful business owner, it starts first with the belief that you have everything that you need inside of you. And what you don't have inside of you, you have the skill set to collaborate, the partnership with other folks. We've done more partnerships. This is a mindset. This is a belief system. One of our core values at our company, one of our core philosophies, hear me, hear me, this might be something I'm going to the business side. Give me a little bit of the personal development side because that's the question he asked me. But let me head over to the business-minded folks. Let me head over to my speakers and to my authors and to my coaches and to all my network marketers and all the entrepreneurs out there. They're like, what is the secret, Jay, that you would share? It ain't a secret, but what would you share? What's your perspective? We can't get it from no one else but you, Shay, because you're on the other side of the mic. <laughs> so I got to give my perspective. Here it is. Our goal during this time is to be the number 
one collaborator of all my colleagues. And so we started doing things in the spirit of collaboration. Now, I'm not talking about talking about collaborating. I'm not talking about having conversations around collaborating. I'm talking about doing things that collaborate for the good of other individuals. And as a result, Comeback Champion Summit was born out of just that concept of bringing individuals together to share a message, to share a platform that do nothing else but serve other people at a time when they need to be served the most and to connect people to others that can help collaborate them. The answer to who doesn't have to be you. It could be someone else that you know that can help you along this journey. So I'm, I'm going to ask my business owners to look and really focus on the spirit of collaboration. Now, in the spirit of collaboration, Shay, what's one of the systems? Because you said systems be goals every single time. You said be humble. You said mm, be hungry. You said mm, ah, be I know you got it. Okay. You got it, right? Be humble. Got it. Be hungry. Got it. And you got to hustle. I got it. So in the spirit of collaboration, I want you to make a decision right now of who can you collaborate now that's going to help you further your goal further than anyone else. And if you do that, my promise to you is that you will serve more people. My promise to you is you'll make more money and when you make more money in your business, you can have more meaning because you can write a check for someone else's mortgage. You can write a check for someone else's health care insurance. I promise you that when you serve and add value through the spirit of collaboration, you will bring in more income. That means you will have more impact in other folks. And last and more importantly, that as an entrepreneur, you will make a dollar and a difference at the same time. If that's you and you're ready to make a dollar and a difference at the same time. Look right below the video and it's an entrepreneur say, I'm ready to make a dollar. Just put a dollar and a difference at the same time because you can, you can do this, but it all starts with the champion mindset. It starts with the methodology. It starts with the systems that you put in place right now. And that one core philosophy, that one core belief to be the number one collaborator. Now you might say, Shay, what's the system? You never gave me the system. I'm glad you asked. You're here. Okay. So here it is. This was taught to me by a good friend named uh, Orrin Hudson and Orrin Hudson won several chess championships. Okay. He's an amazing guy. He might be watching now. He often watches these things. He's out of Atlanta. Great guy. And he said, Shay, here's my system for collaborating. Now I'm adopting his system because you can adopt other people's principles. It's called best practices. He said, Shay, I believe in the 70-30 rule. 70-30 rule? What in the LL Cool J is the 70-30 rule? I've heard of the 80-20 rule. 80% of your activities come, I mean, 20% of your activities produce 80% of your results. Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> so no, no, Shay, seriously. The 70-30 rule is when I partner with someone, I give 70%, I only expect 30%. What? You give 70, only expecting 30? Yeah, because when I give 70% and only get 30 back, then I never lose and they never lose. And that's a win-win situation. What a mindset, what an idea, what a concept. What, 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 what? But I adopted that as a system. And what I found is when we give 70%, and I'm only looking for 30% back, that both sides win. Now, I get it. There's money in exchange. That's maybe a different conversation. But as a baseline philosophy, you will not outgive us. 
And so today, this morning, this evening, whatever time it is for you, whatever in the world you're listening to this podcast, or if you got a whole long lost file and you're watching right now, I encourage you in the spirit of collaboration to outgive everyone else, to outserve everyone else, and to stay humble, stay hungry, and continue to hustle so you can solve big problems and make a bigger difference in the world. All right, man. You touched on a lot of things there. Uh, and one of them, one of, one, of, one of the most important ones that I typically coach my clients on, <clears throat> excuse me, is indeed the fact that uh, COVID basically allowed everybody to kind of level the playing field mm-hmm. because it allowed everybody to have to sit your arse down, <laughs> mm-hmm. sit down, regroup, mm-hmm. and just breathe and, and gather your thoughts. So during that time, people have either learned a lot, gained a lot, or lost a lot. And I'm not talking about material things. Mm-hmm. I've started six different businesses since March and got and, and working on number seven <laughs> <laughs> because I realized that during this time, this is when champions are made. Sure. This is when your Amazons get started. This is when your coats get started. This is when your Deltas get anytime there is a, and this is probably a once in a, to have all this happen at the same time, this is like the industrial revolution. If you think about the fact that like right now this live stream, I wouldn't be at home doing a live stream normally on a Wednesday night. Most of the people watching this might be out at dinner or something, but because of the sudden shift to us now being on Zoom all day. I don't know when the last time I saw a client in person. <laughs> like all of my clients, I see via Zoom all over the world. And because of that, people need to embrace where we are. We're never going back to the normal that you thought that the, the normal that you got comfortable, comfortable with is gone. <clears throat> it is gone for the foreseeable future. And because of that, I want everybody that is watching this podcast to realize that people like Mr. Brown, Brother Shea Boogie Down Productions Brown, and the other guests that we bring on, I am very methodical about who I bring on this show because I understand why I am here. I understand why Shay is here. Everybody that you have seen come on this show Nobody shrank during, a, during this great depression that we're in, this great pandemic that we're in, this great time of uncertainty that we're in. I don't know what else could happen besides <clears throat> aliens coming down in a spaceship <laughs> in 2020 that could make this year any crazier. But back in February, they did release that uh, some uh, Air Force videos. They declassified them and where there were some UFOs <laughs> that were seen. So 2020 has been a crazy year 
Sure. But never is to me, 2020 is just like when you invest in the stock market. You should never buy when everybody is buying. You should never sell when everybody is selling. Because when everybody's buying, you should already have what they're buying and you're ready to sell. And the opposite is true. It's the same thing with this. The majority of people are afraid of, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Biden won. What if Trump won? Blah, blah, blah. Well, what impact is that going to have on you and your personal life? Is it something that you're telling yourself or is it something that you are allowing the media to dictate to you? But in the grand scheme of things, how is that really going to impact you? Why are you giving so much of your control? And champions understand that I, the, 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 the most important piece of any equation that I'm in is going to be me and my mindset and how I treat the people around me and the team that I have around me. I'm pretty sure your team, so I know we've got about 20 minutes. I'm pretty sure that your team, you didn't pick your team with it, Nilly. You didn't go, well, you know, I'm a champion, so I can, I can, I can hire anybody. You know, regardless of their skill set, I can mold them into a, no, nah, you, you got to, they got to, they got to come to the table with something. They got to come to the table with, all right, coach, coach say, what's our, what's our mission today? They got to believe in the, in the mission that you're bringing or putting in front of them. And if they don't, they're on the wrong team. And 2020 has been a tremendous year of transition. When you start thinking about the number of people, like I, the the the, the uh, divorce, I know a lot of people going through divorces now, <laughs> you know, because you had to be at home with that person that, you know, hey, at least I know for eight, nine, 10 hours a day, I ain't got to see them. <laughs> <laughs> now, her office is right next to mine. She's upstairs, I'm downstairs, and we really got to like each other. We got to be at home all day long. And then let's not talk about the kids. Having to be at home with the kids 24-7. Good goobly woobly. That's a whole other thing. But the, the people that I know, and that's why I commend you, Shay, because I remember when you when you called me about the uh, Comeback Champion Summit that we did back in uh back in October. Us when you caught, I was like, man, that is a phenomenal thing to do during these times because what happened to people like me, people like you that were used to speaking? Mm-hmm. You could no longer go out and we're going to do a speaking engagement. At it. Ain't, ain't nobody, everybody's got all their employees at home. You can't gather with more than 10 people, you know, back. Well, actually, there were no public gatherings, really. Yeah. You know, for for a while, and even now, like they're still limited unless you're in certain states. And I'm not trying to be in a room with 500 people right now. <laughs> so, but in certain states, you can do that. But but basically, what I'm saying is that so as an entrepreneur, whether it's whether you're a speaker, an author, or whatever, you had to shift and make a dramatic shift in your life, and that's the part. And you mentioned it earlier of a successful a championship-minded entrepreneur is that you are no stranger to change and you are very nimble and and adaptable in your ability to change. So I know we got about 17 minutes. So I wanted to talk about some of the things that you have going on now. I know that you have a, uh, we have another summit that you're putting on and you've invited me to, 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 to speak at and I'm, Humble that that uh your your team reached out to well you reached out to me uh regarding that 
Uh, can you can you tell me what was the genesis? What was that thought process that made you want to do that? Sure. The the overall arch um, theme of that is that. Um, let me tell the story this way in a minute or two, then let me say a little differently. I don't think I've ever said this, but you know, is that we were in a position where it was never to be called the comeback champion summit. That was not what it was to be called. Um, we, we have something called the happy entrepreneurs and we call it the happy entrepreneur summit. Um, we found ourselves filing, which we did for a trademark and we've gone through the process, which is a pretty cool process. And there were some things that came up. Three years later, we were going back and forth and we found ourselves in a situation where we were like, well, you know, I don't know if we can use the happy entrepreneur name. And that was a big blow. Uh, that was a setback. Uh, that was <laughs> not anticipated, right? I didn't wake up one day and say, I want to have a comeback champion summit. That was not the case. What took place is in that moment on the phone call, I had a phone call with my attorney. She called me on July 26th and we were supposed to sign the paperwork. I said, Shay, we can't sign the paperwork because of these conditions. And, and there were some good things in there, which basically said that I could keep all the assets and some other good things that said, I can keep the happy entrepreneur show. Got to add some things with Shay Brown, but there were some other things that were asked. We had to close a, a happy entrepreneur, uh, private group. Um, we could no longer use the name going forward. And here I am 60 days out, 60, 75 days out. And the whole idea was to have something called the happy entrepreneur summit. Every year we do a, an event called the closed conference. I think it's closedconference.com and it's out there. And I said, Oh my gosh, is that it? We just can't use the name. That's not bad. I mean, we'll be okay. And I asked her in that moment, I said, well, can I change it? And we'll call it comeback champion nation, right? We'll, you know, that's the same thing. I'm a, you're a champion, you're a winner. If you're a winner, you're a champion. And why don't we just call it Comeback Champion Summit? She said, oh, I like that better than the happy entrepreneur. What? How could you possibly like it better than the happy entrepreneur? She says, well, I see you as the happy entrepreneur, but I see me as a comeback champion. It's one of my cards mm -hmm. start. My husband and I had to come back from that. We've got two kids. They're always getting to something. I had to come back from that. Shay, I could do a whole sermon on comeback champion. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, almost 80% of our audience are women. If you like it, her name is Tony Moore, the baddest attorney out of Philadelphia. I said, if you like it, I love it. We'll call it comeback champion. We'll come, come back summit, come back champion summit. We'll come back from this. No big deal. Now, granted, I then said, how do we do this with a much bigger folks? And I didn't know then that it was going to go viral. I didn't know then it was going to be as big. There was no plan, no master plan on the wall. Here's the name. Here's what's going on in the world. Now, granted, I understand that the marketing was that good. Granted, the experts like Felipe were that great. Granted, there was a health pandemic to help spark what was going on. There was a financial pandemic, as I mentioned. There was a social justice pandemic, as I mentioned. And as a result of all that going on, there was an election going on, by the way. And, and there was a lot happening hap that was going on that pushed this thing forward to where it is today. And it went viral. It took on a life of its own. And the whole mission at the time, when I changed the name, the whole mission was, how do we create something that gives resources to folks that need it the most. I had just lost someone that worked for me. That's very serious. I lost a family member to pandemic in that same month. That was serious, okay? My friends were hurting, not only because of money lost, but because of things that were going on, it was very serious. So I said, you know what? Why don't we put something on where everyone has some skin in the game? 
where everyone is willing to give of their time, their talent, and their treasure. And we'll be we'll provide a platform that gives the resources that are necessary for people like you and me and Felipe to execute three visions that I believe they had, Felipe. I believe folks that were out there, I believe even in the middle of pandemic, they had a vision for themselves, mm -hmm. the way they wanted to live, the the, the, the food they wanted to eat, the, the clothes they wanted to wear, and it took resources. And I wasn't the answer to everybody's problem. No, no, no. But Felipe knows how to do this over here. And, and Carol knows how to do this over here. We could ask Kim if she could participate and she brings a skill. And how do we all come together? So you get resources for the vision you have for yourself, the vision you have for your loved ones. Some of you want to send your kids to a school of your choice. You love them. Mother dear, 74 years old. She's still around. I have the pleasure of being able to take her to physical therapy. She's only 15 minutes down the road. But how many of you know that it takes money when she want to order something from Amazon? Come on, somebody. How many of you know that it takes some resources? Or maybe you want to write a check for a cause. Right now, you believe in so much. Or someone's health care insurance. Or Felipe and others could give resources. And I said, what about the resources that you have that you need for to execute the vision you have right now. All my entrepreneurs, this, this, this is for you. All my entrepreneurs that are out there, all those speakers and authors and coaches and trainers and service-based businesses and experts and folks that every day to get up, pay their taxes and want to do so good. The heart and beat of this United States of America, and I know y'all watching all over the world, but right here, you have a vision right now for the people you were called to serve. And that vision, I happen to be a faith man, but that had to be you, was given to you, not for you, but to pass through you. And so for you to execute that vision, you needed other people with you. And I was on that journey as well. So Felipe, when he asked about the Comeback Champion Summit, was it supposed to be what it is now? No, it was just an idea to serve other people. But how many out there know this old adage is so true that there's nothing you might want to jot this down. I'm so glad y'all taking some good notes, man. I don't know how many nuggets you got, but you got some good notes. There's nothing, put this in your notes, put this in your notes. There's nothing more powerful than a good idea whose time has come. And so it wasn't a new idea. It wasn't a creative idea. It came with a heart to give and a heart to serve. And over 163 experts showed up to serve. They shared it with their networks in the spirit of collaboration. They shared it amongst relationships. I was able to meet Felipe through Dr. Mel Campbell, who might be watching right now, who I got a chance to chat with. Not originally, but he mentioned his name and some others. And that's what it's all about. You see, I, I want you to get the concept. Of, that's why Comeback Champions here. So I want to give you the backstory, but let me give you the principle. Let me give you the philosophy that we stand on. I told you systems be goals every single time. So let me give you a system that I want you to jot down. You know, so I'm trying to leave you with something, not that you'd be excited and motivated, but you can take something, you can walk away and you could use it. But here it is. Jot this down in your notes. Success, my friend. Success, my entrepreneur. Success, my business-minded champion. Success is a team sport. You can only get so far by yourself. Let me say that again. Success is a team sport. Before this broadcast, Felipe had a team. Without the team, Felipe may not be successful. I may not be here. He may not be there. You may not hear him. You may not hear him. But because it's a team, success is a team sport. You show me someone's trying to go alone, I'll show you someone that's not going to win many championships. I like to develop 
a, a, a champion mindset because a champion mindset isn't about how do I win. A champion mindset isn't about how do I win one championship. It's how do I win two championships, three championships, four championships. How do I get to the Hall of Fame because I'm separate from everybody else? Success is a team sport. You can only get so far by yourself. So I want you to ask the question, who's on your team? I want to ask the question, what's your methodology? I want to ask the question, what systems do you have in place? See, we can watch the Super Bowl and we can lose the main part of it. We can be at a Super Bowl party and we can watch the New England Patriots down 28 to 3. It's not about football. Even if you hate football, you can hate football. 28 to 3, Super Bowl, the best of the best, fourth quarter, second half, and watch the team come back because they had a methodology they didn't quit. They had a methodology. They knew the plays they were going to run. They had a methodology because they had put in the time. They had a methodology because they were hungry. They had a methodology and they had a system in place and come back down from 28 to three and win, not come back, win the Super Bowl. So my question to you, my champion, it's not a question if you're going to get hit. But can you take the punch? And I started off that way and I come back to how to develop the champion mindset. Can I take the punch? that I never saw coming. They quote Mike Tyson all the time. Everyone has a, a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Yeah, you saw that coming. You were trying to duck that. You were trying to bob and weave. But what happens when you get hit with the call from the doctor that says something's wrong with your health? What happens when they get hit with a customer says, I want a refund? What happens when you try to do something and you try to start your broadcast and it doesn't work? You get hit with the punch you never saw coming. That's the question. The answer to that, I'm not going to leave you by yourself, is you have a system in place because systems beat goals every single time. You have a methodology in place. And I'm going to turn it over to Felipe as we come down the home stretch. But Felipe, that's how you do it. Man, I know... Hopefully y'all bought a, a notebook just for this episode because with the number of dimes and nuggets that Shay is dropping right now, man, like I'm over here, my brain is on overload. So whoever taking notes, can you please inbox me these notes? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have not, but I can open up, but I have to go back and watch this anyway. But man, so... Before we wrap up, man, we got about six minutes, man. If you can tell the people, if there's one last thing that you want to leave, we are entering the home stretch to 2020. Sure. We are almost finished with the year. And I am one that I really don't subscribe to years. Like my, I'm just a continuously involving person. I don't reset myself on the 21st, on, on, on the first of the year. But a lot of people do. So with that, can you, is there one thing that you would tell everybody leaving today that you want them to know about how they could start 2020, 2021 strong? Sure. My father, Marshall Brown, is no longer here, was always asked the question. He used to work at Ben's Chili Bowl down in Washington, D.C. when he retired, a historical place on 14th and U Street, by the way. Very historical. Ben's Chili Bowl. And he was the guy that would talk about the civil rights movement, talk about what's happening in the history of the city. And he was someone who was part of that whole movement. And they used to always ask him the question, which you just asked, what does it take to be successful? 
what does it take to do things the right way? Would you kind of frame them, get free framing a little bit? And he would always answer this way. He would answer with a question. And it, it was so important that it, it always stuck with me. And he would be smiling right now from his grave if he knew I was telling the story. But as I'm sitting there, he would say something like this. He says, you know, success. It's easy to do. And it's easy not to do. But if it's hard, it's the first thing you should do. And then he would pause. And it was always someone in the audience that asked the question, well, uh, Mr. Brown, I got a question. I used to always look at it like, oh, why are they doing this? This is going to come up. I already know what he's going to say. Mr. Brown, why is it, if it's easy, why should you do the hard things first? And I'll say this to you, because doing the hard things develops discipline. Doing the hard things develop discipline. A champion mindset takes discipline. So the formula that he would share that I would give, you, give with you, and I'm coming right to you, Felipe, in 60 seconds, is D plus D equals D. Decisions plus discipline equals dominion. Now, I get it. Decisions. You have to first make a decision. I have a champion mindset. You make a decision that I am that guy. But it's not about decision. Now, I love Tony Robbins, and I got the remix version. I told you I'm part of the Puff Daddy generation. I got my AAARP card. He says, in moments of decision, your destiny is formed. I can't argue with Tony Robbins. I love Tony Robbins. But let me give you the remix version on that. You can make a decision, but without the discipline, Nothing happens. So decisions plus discipline, doing the hard things when you don't feel like doing it equals dominion. It equals domination because decisions minus discipline equals disaster. So some of you made a decision you were going to work out, but you didn't have the discipline. Some of you made a decision you're going to start getting new customers, but you didn't have the discipline. Some of you made a resolution. No matter what day you said you were going to do it, you didn't do it because you didn't have the discipline. So my, so my message to you is decisions plus discipline equals dominion, domination. Have the discipline. Take action. The universe rewards people who take action differently than those that don't. Nothing happens without action. The champion mindset is I can be fearful and do it anyway. I cannot feel like doing it and do it anyway. Champion mindset. Systems be goals every single time. Be hungry, be humble, and always hustle. And I promise you at the end of the day, if you have that discipline, you will develop and have a champion mindset. But you got to develop it every single day. With that being said, thanks a lot, Felipe, for having me on the business of your mind. You're amazing. Thank all of you for watching out there. You're incredible. You're, you're just super incredible. Come back again. Come back every time Felipe goes live. You be right there. Felipe, I'm going to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing, man. This show is needed now more than ever. And it's an right. honor and privilege. I can't wait to be back, man. Thank you so much for having me. You rock. Man, I, I appreciate you, man. Now, now, y'all, everybody who's been watching, you know, y'all know Shay, Shay think he finna just get off the show without going the business of your mind. Now, the business know. of your mind. <laughs> I was trying to get it right earlier. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So how can everybody uh, follow you, connect with you? Can you just share your information real quick? Sure. Just go over to Instagram. Find me at I am Shay Brown. Just go to Instagram, right? We're going to make it really easy. Now, don't just follow me because you want to see what I'm doing. I want to follow you back. Like, I want to stay in this conversation over and beyond today. So just go to www. Well, let's go to Instagram if it still exists and go to I am Shay Brown. Just type in I am Shay Brown and let's 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 connect. Let's stay in this conversation over and beyond today. I want to see what you're up to. I want to know about your business. <laughs> well, hey, y'all. Uh... This has been a phenomenal show. We had Shea Boogie Down Productions Brown, the happy. I told you the brother's energy was like, I don't, 
I don't know what type of four-year-old blood he's drinking. I think he's a vampire or something because he's got the energy of my son. So, <laughs> but um, I want y'all to know that this man is here to serve. So make sure you follow him at I am Shay Brown on Instagram. And Shay, I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. It's been a pleasure and an honor, brother. And I look forward to having you on again, man. And everybody that's watching, next week, I want you to tune in. December 16th is actually my mother's birthday. Y'all know she passed away two years ago. So I'll be doing the show, and the show is going to be entitled Good Grief. Mm. And what I want to teach everybody is how to grieve, how to use the energy during the grieving process to propel you to your greatest uh, accomplishments and for you to be able to manifest whatever it is you want in life. I started doing that and it, 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 it changed my life. Grieving is, should not always be about sadness. You can use grief, the, the energy for grief the memory of that loved one or that situation to catapult you to heights that you would never, ever, 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 ever think that you could achieve. So with that being said, this is Felipe Barganier and Shay Brown signing off the business of your mind. Mind. I love it. <laughs> Until we meet again, love y'all and peace. Peace, y'all. We out. If you want to get your business right, you've got to get your mind right. Businessofyourmind.com.